Let's go into the word of God. And you know this is the season. And so I want to go again to a verse in the Christmas narratives, the Advent narratives. Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1. Simply verse 23. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son. And they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. I want to tag this talk tonight. Emmanuel. Emmanuel. This one verse focuses on the divine event and the divine person. The miraculous birth of the Son of God, Jesus Christ. How much calmer would your day be if you focus more on a divine event, the thing you know God had to do for you, and the divine person who is the reason for our possessing eternal life after this one is ended? and an abundant life of his presence while we are enjoying this life. So here's the question. Are you enjoying your saved life in Christ Jesus now? I know I am. And thus I can celebrate the divine event and the divine person. I sure hope That's your sentiment. Everything we need, we got it. It's because of the divine event and the divine person. That's at the center, the core of Christmas. The giving of gifts, the exchanging of presents, commemorate the giving of God's gift to us. Although you know as well as I do, that the industry of retail goods and services with its luring advertising and marketing has drawn the world into its hand. Can I ask you a question? What's your favorite commercial this Christmas season? Mine's is the talking puppy on the Chewy Pet Products commercial. The one where the pet dog tells the man of the house that he's only getting a turtleneck while the talking pet dog is under the tree ripping open boxes and gifts just for itself. Really? Isn't that a picture? A pet getting more attention at Christmas than the man of the house. But don't don't miss the subtle but effective ploy in the commercial. The world of retail and marketing is not just going after the kids, the mom, and the dad, but now is going after the dog and the cat. The pet gets gifts under 
the tree. Really? Wow, brothers. I guess we ain't barking loud enough. So it is a verse like the one tonight that draws us back into the divine event and the divine person. This verse is among and contains and is part of the story of how the angel dropped a heavy load of news on Joseph. It was a bombshell. He tells Joseph, your fiance is is pregnant and you have not touched her. You're a righteous man. You pride yourself in being faithful to the tradition of the law. And the law says that she is to be stoned because of her unfaithfulness before she is married. All of that comes upon Joseph like an avalanche of emotions, of thoughts. But Joseph loves her, and he doesn't want to expose her to public humiliation or public castigation. So what does Joseph do having this ton of bricks dropped on him? He can't force himself to sleep. Who could? So what happens? The Lord lullabies Joseph to sleep. And the Lord takes him into dreamland. And the Lord talks to him. And he says to Joseph, you go ahead with the marriage. Nobody has touched Mary. Nobody but the Holy Ghost. She'll have a son, Joseph, and his name is already picked. You are a Bible man, Joseph. You know the Old Testament. And this is what the prophet Isaiah talked about. A virgin, a child, a son, and a name, Emmanuel. Now, say what you will or may, but that's a lot to be dropped on a teenager. And the next verse says, Joseph woke up, obeyed the angel, made Mary his teenage bride, and that brings us to this verse. Joseph found a calming presence in the name Emmanuel. Of course, earlier in verse 19, the angel said, you're going to call him Jesus. But here we focus in on this name. Emmanuel, Emmanuel, God with us. Literally in the Hebrew, 
It's two words. It's the word I am, meaning accompanying, before, beside, and the word El, almighty, powerful, strong. So this is what it says. The son to be born, the baby in her womb, is the with us God. The with us God. Of course, if you add vowels, there are none in the Hebrew language. It would read as most of our Bibles does do. God is with us, or with us is God. Don't you don't you sense a calming presence in saying the with us God? I know how Joseph felt. The senior men, the contemporaries, the women, the community is going to stare at him, going to snarl, going to whisper. But Joseph says, I can handle it because of the with me God. So at Christmas, I want to encourage us, take time to celebrate the calming presence of the with you God. When you're caught in an avalanche of emotions, when your feelings are all over the place and your nerves are in a frazzle, remember Emmanuel. He has come into the world. He has come into your life. He has come into your situation. And don't just remember Emmanuel. Resound Emmanuel. Personalize it. Emmanuel is the with me God. Hallelujah. So doesn't that sound like wherever you are, there he is, accompanying you, beside you, before you? Someone is on the line tonight just about to get happy because you're thinking about that Joseph moment when it was Emmanuel that kept you from losing it or going over the edge. Hallelujah. Psalm 41 and 1. Psalm 46 and 1. God is our strength and our refuge, a very present help in trouble. That's Emmanuel. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing. Philippians 4, verse 5 and 6. That's Emmanuel. Hallelujah. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Hebrew 13 and 5. That's Emmanuel. My friend, Pastor Emeritus Melvin Vaughn Wade of the Mount Moriah Baptist Church in Los Angeles loves to say Hebrew 13 and 5 in reverse. 
order. He says, thee forsake nor thee leave, never will I. Either way, it's still Emmanuel. And that's the word of faith I teach tonight. Find fresh joy in saying, embracing, and experiencing your Emmanuel. Hallelujah. Glory to his name.